All right, welcome back to the Canadian Gun Vault Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. And with me today is Brian, back by popular demand. Brian, thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me again. All right, Brian, love having you on the show. Always love getting uh, you know some of your great political insights. Uh, Brian, a lot happening in the news lately. Uh, certainly, you and I haven't had an opportunity to discuss this yet, so this is going to be a first. Your thoughts. I mean, we, uh, we uh, of course, suspected that it could happen, uh, that it should happen, and it has happened finally. Uh, what are your thoughts on Leona Alislev? Uh, I, I think I'm pronouncing her name correctly, uh, Alislev, uh, leaving the Liberal Party, crossing the floor, and uh, joining her uh, conservative colleagues, as she put it. What, what, what are your thoughts on that subject? Well, I, I mean, okay, it, it's great. Uh, anytime uh, someone... Um you know, comes over to the cause. Uh, I, I'm I'm positive about it. One of the things I want to, you know, to point out is there was a great deal of glee in the Liberal benches when uh, Belinda Strona crossed the floor um, to the Liberals from the Conservatives at a time when we had a a, a very strong Conservative uh, government and voice in this country, and someone still crossed the floor. And so some of it strikes me as a bit. Um, uh, you know, uh, sort of opportunist, and there seems to be a lot of that going around in politics these days. I think people need to remember that politics is a job, and a lot of these people they jump ship as if they're leaving one company to go to another company. It's headhunting, and um, I do believe that Leona, uh, as a military officer, um, probably leaned more conservative anyway, and I think. Uh, working for this particular version of liberal government uh, because this is not anything like we've ever seen in this country no. before. This is um, this is not the liberals of the Chrétien and Martin and, and even uh, earlier Pierre Elliott. This is not that. I mean, could you imagine Justin behaving like his father and putting troops in the streets of, of, of uh, Montreal or Quebec City? I, I just can't see it. Yeah. I don't think he has the spine to do that. Um, but... Uh, I, I think she at least said the right things and came over for the right reasons. And, you know, that that is, is a good sign. Uh, 50 more following her would, would, would be yeah. a, a great thing. Yep. I, I don't think the one is particularly, um, you know, significant. Uh, you know, good for her, I guess. Uh, but... Uh, ultimately, we need to defeat the Liberals in the next election, and if she can hold on to her seat as a Conservative, then that's great, and she's welcome in the party. Well, you know. You know. Well, you know. Uh, this this is where you know one of those rare occasions where I'm I'm going to disagree with you, and, <laughs> and and you know what? I always get that sinking feeling when I disagree with you because I know I know how uh, how well thought out uh, you know you are, and, and, and so I'm going to say this. Uh, being the first is never easy. Uh, being the person that uh, swims against the current uh, and does something that makes them very unpopular with their peers and their supporters in a, in a way that she's done. I mean, uh, hats off to her. God bless her. She uh, she handled herself with wonderful decorum, and I, I think that she uh, respectfully approached the subject. Although the guy standing behind her looked like he was he he had. You, know, you could see that look on his face was like, this is not in the script. And he kind of was looking a little uncomfortable, that man with the glasses behind her, uh, while she was giving, you know, delivering her speech, uh, saying that, you know, she could no longer get behind this liberal government, which was which was so refreshing, because you know that a lot of them have got to be thinking it. But when when you say, you know, is it is it, you know, really significant, I say it's the beginning. 
I, I want to believe that you know you could you stay really positive about this and think that there's probably a number of people in there that are uh, not voting the way they want to, uh, that are being whipped into shape and uh, certainly towing the party line, and, and and you know that first person, that courageous first person, somebody has to be the one to do it, and and, and she's done it now, and and you know she did it. She did it in a, in a fashion that, you know, I certainly respect. Uh, I look at, you know, her military record and, and I think to myself, you know, there's someone that's putting, you know, country uh, before, you know, perhaps their own needs by doing that. Is, is it opportunistic? You know, hey, the, the retired cop in me wants to look at it with, a, you know, a suspicious eye and think, you know, first of all, Trojan horse, you know, is, is this some kind oh, of... I, uh, Mark, I don't, I don't think uh, that she... I don't really think she's a Trojan horse. Mm. And, I, and I, you know, I, I'm sure that working for this government is very, very frustrating because yeah. there is nothing more rigid and intolerant than a group of progressives. Because if you don't look at the world through their lens, there is no tolerance for you whatsoever. Well, don't, don't get me None. wrong. I, the, you, know, the, you know, honestly, the, the, the extremist groups like, uh, you know... Uh, well, I, I don't need to say any names, but extremist groups, there are more tolerant extremist groups out there than there are than groups of progressives. <laughs> because, you know, the minute you don't agree with their argument on on immigration or on uh, justice, criminal justice, yeah. or on, on uh, socialism or anything like this, you're branded, yes. you're ostracized, yes. and, and you lose your voice. And the, no one does that better than the so-called progressive tolerant group of people. And, and you know, and Justin Trudeau's uh, uh, party represents the worst of that. And so I'm sure it was very frustrating for her working for them. Let, let's be fair. I, I'm a huge Harper fan, but you towed the line in that party or yeah. you were gone. Yes. And, and, and with good reason, because nobody wants the loose cannons. And on the conservative side of things, the loose cannons are very, very damaging. Yeah. They're usually stupid, they're usually ignorant, and they usually come across with wonderful sound bites that gives the enemy all kinds of ammunition to bring down a government. And Harper would tolerate none of that. Trudeau's his own worst enemy. The reality is Trudeau's just the face of the party. The The policies that are, are behind this are being run by Katie Telford and uh, Gerald Butts. Yes. Um, and, you know, that they're being um, prompted by outside sources as well. And there's big money and there's big philosophy uh, outside of the country that is prodding them and funding them and, and saying, well, you know, this is, it's this globalist agenda. Yes. And uh, unfortunately, you know, now if, on our side of the spectrum, if you will, I don't, I don't like the whole idea of the spectrum, but on our side of the spectrum, if you will, if you want to call it the right side or the center right, um, the problem is, is that if you even suggest that there's some kind of of outside influence going on, even even after the news reported that in fact there was in the yeah. last election, um, they you know you're 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 tainted with the tin foil hat wearing yeah. uh, crazy you know and 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 it's very frustrating because the reality is is you know. When 50 robocalls got made in, in Guelph during one of the elections, you know, the lefties were losing their minds about the lack of democracy and the corruption that was involved around the election. And when tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of votes are influenced because millions upon millions of dollars are being funneled into the cause but from outside the country, people who are not Canadian, uh, they, have no, they have no stake in the Canadian game other than they want to see a particular government win, 
Uh, no one cares. Yeah. No one yeah, cares. The, the, da- the dangers of foreign money are real. I, well, you know, sure they yeah, are. But, but you, you know, know, for all the argument about, you know, uh, Russia, collusion, and uh, Trump, and all this kind of stuff, no one cares that our last election was very clearly bought from outside the country. You know, there's the Soros, uh, there's leadnow.ca, and Avaz, and all these outside organizations that are not Canadian. They are funded by outside money, outside the country, and they influence our election. And they very, very strategically targeted specific ridings where the where the where the um, where the vote count was going to be close. Again, this last election, biggest biggest change in votes by less than five percent in our country's history. And this was done through social media. This was done through in, misinformation. And this was done by creating little stupid Facebook groups that keep the uninformed and the ignorant, uh, you know, jumping on Facebook and getting getting their daily dose of nonsense from North Ninety Nine and and at PressProgress.ca and some of these these really and and I'm going to use the the term here, stupid. Like, very, very stupid. And, you know, I don't care if you lean left or you lean right. All of us on the right know that, that there is bad right-wing news. And, sure. and we laugh at it and we try not to take it too serious. Yes. But the people on the left, they beg for their crap left news sources. <laughs> yes, and they, they, and they suckle onto it yes. like, a, like a baby goat on a teat. <laughs> yeah. And they just hang on for dear life. Yeah. And, you know, North 99 has to be the, the, the most stupid source of misinformation and I don't care if you lean that way if you at least look at the information you say this is bad information I'll get my information from somewhere else like if you want to be misinformed just stick with the CBC yeah. You can be as misinformed as you want listening to the CBC because at least that's mainstream. Uh, but these little, you know, pressprogress.ca and these little groups talking about how, you know, Stephen Harper and Andrew Shear, white supremacist, like, come it's on, shut up. give me a you, break. You know, like, are you people morons? Uh, well, you know, you've mentioned a couple of things here, and before they leave my mind, I'm going to address them. One, North 99, absolute worst. I, I You know what? There are very few. Uh, Facebook pages that get me as upset as <laughs> North 99 does when I see the horrible uh, dispensation of misinformation uh, going on out there. But it serves uh, its purpose, Mark. Uh, it does. It, it serves it, its it, purpose. It, uh, absol- it convinces, absolutely. It, con- it convinces five or ten people yes. in a riding that yes. is close yeah. to vote the other way. Yeah. And that's what they're doing this time around. Yes. Okay? They're, the, the Liberals stole the last election by stealing the NDP's votes. They moved hard left, and they left a few. They left a few people on the on the right side of the liberals voting conservative. But remember, Harper was the boogeyman back then, right? Yes. I, mean, I mean, he was. I mean, I don't know what you could accuse him of being a boogeyman over, but whatever. They don't, They they were able to demonize him successfully, mm-hmm. and that was that was an agenda that was driven by foreign foreign money. Right, foreign strategists, foreign yes. tacticians that convinced Canadians that they were not being well served by Stephen Harper, <clears throat> which is ridiculous because yes. Stephen Harper governed from a very centrist position yes. with the strongest federation under him that we've had since Pierre Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so to, to to accuse Stephen Harper of being divisive, of being non-Canadian is ridiculous. And he kept the crazies in line. Yes. Anyone who got crazy got fired. Anyone who had a taint of corruption on him got fired. Turf. Everyone got fired. Turf. Not not like not like this government no. now, because like we've got we've got this conga line running to the ethics commission's office uh, <laughs> directly from the Liberal caucus. It seems we it's no one cares. No one cares. No one cares. I, like I'm I am Listen, blown away how sti- little people care. The Stephen Harper conservatives, the CPC, got thrown out of the last election 
because Bev Oda spent $16 on, a, on an orange juice and because Mike Duffy uh, uh, improperly expensed $80,000. Justin Trudeau just spent $4.5 billion on a pipeline we can't use and no one cares. I'm, I'm, I'm this country annoyed. deserves the government it's getting. We are too stupid even to be trusted with the vote. We would be lucky to see parachutes floating down out of the sky to liberate us from this bunch. But I commented to someone the other day, we didn't have to have the parachutes come down from the sky. We elected the pricks. Yes, absolutely. They're sitting in there. You but know? you know what? They're, well, they're, well, there they are. And before, and before it leaves my mind, I want to I return to this because it's very important to me. Uh, you know, because I, I, I started making a comment and then I, and I, I stopped. Sorry, brother. No, 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 no. It's, it's going to happen a lot. I jump around. I know that. I'm, I'm difficult to deal with as an interviewer and as a host. But... Uh, you know, back to just quickly the 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 Trojan horse theory. Because some people are kicking this around. They're saying, you know what, we cannot trust anybody coming from the liberal side. Yeah, you know, I don't coming agree over. That. You know, I, I, honestly, like the 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 ex cop in me, you know, initially uh, jumps right away into, you know, I look at this thing with a suspicious eye. Uh, I, I don't want that to happen. Like, I mean, I, I want people to scrutinize and make sure that we're not making any poor decisions. But at the same time, I think it's really important uh, that she be well received. Uh, it, it would appear as though she is opened her with welcome uh, welcome arms Absolutely. and and you know what I, I understand they've already found a position for her and I love the idea uh, of people being taken care of uh, if if they are in fact qualified for positions within the uh, conservative party if they make that transition they they cross that floor and they, they make that courageous step uh, to join the conservative side I, I would like to believe that they would be well received and uh, taken care of uh, by the conservative party and that 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 appears to be the case so far and I'm, I'm hoping it's the first among many so i mean that's that's the first thing i'll say right there and and two you know returning again to uh liberal caucus members being charged and found guilty under the uh the ethics commissioner's purview i mean it just seems like every time we turn around every couple of months there there seems to be somebody that has uh, broken you know uh the code and has uh conducted themselves in a way that's unethical and you're right nobody seems to care why is it that these people are allowed to continue like why is it that they're allowed to stay in power and and continue to operate when when in fact really what we should be doing is at the first sign of trouble we should be throwing these people out of office they should not be uh continuing in in, well the liberals wouldn't have anyone left yeah there wouldn't be yeah yeah, true true. listen the liberals are are mobsters okay and and their outrage and their self-righteousness comes from the fact that they think that they and they alone are the natural governing party of Canada. And I've always resented the hell out of that. We've had good liberal governments in the past. I, I, there are governments, liberal governments, I would have considered voting for. Uh, to be fair, none of those liberal governments wanted to take all my firearms away. And, and, and none of them gave up the the responsibility of, res, uh, of having a, a proper... Uh, immigration policy, mm-hmm. and none of them drove our economy into the toilet with glee, <laughs> like this group of university activist clowns uh, yeah. is doing. And 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 there's just no two ways about it. This is a horrible, horrible government. Anyone who defends it was no friend of Canada. Um, you know, you could turn around, you can blame Trump for 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 certain things, but the reality is, is Donald Trump never would have been. Uh, provoked if our government hadn't gone and poked him in the eye, yeah. and 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 they did. They very clearly did. And if you if you don't believe that, and if you're like, wow, well, you're not being a Canadian, uh, you know, pro Canadian uh, patriot. I served this country for 22 years, just in the military, and that's not including law enforcement background. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so I'm I'm a, I'm more of a Canadian patriot than any of these pricks sitting in office are right now. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I'll tell you right now, when you go and pick a fight with our neighbor, who we do most of our business with, and you start lecturing to them when they're 10 times bigger than us, 10 times the business, uh, um, you know, uh, sort of interests than we have, and and then start telling them how they should be doing their jobs, uh, that is going to cause a big problem. If you don't believe me... Go down to a bar, find the biggest guy there, and start telling him he's doing everything wrong, and watch what happens. Watch what happens. Yeah, what you, happens. You, 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 you definitely have the right idea there. I, I, I have noticed that there just doesn't seem to be any policies generated by this government or any decisions uh, or any course of action that doesn't seem to be driving this economy into the ground. I mean, I see small businesses taking a hit. Uh, you know, the carbon tax is, is, is a whole other podcast altogether. Natural resources, Natural First Nations, resources, First Nations. Federalism. You know, traveling to other countries and being a total embarrassment. Uh, not not landing, you know, the uh, <laughs> the kind of business that we would hope our, our, our leaders would bring us, you know, traveling around the world. Instead, we get, you know, Bollywood and become the laughing stock well, on a global well, stage. Not only that, but, but a new term has been invented. Uh, and I believe it was, uh, might have been and that that uh, he's he's actually um, coming to Toronto to debate the issue of populism. Yes. And apparently, populism's a, a bad thing because what it refers to is when the popular, uh, uh, like like popular um, political uh, movements. Yes. In, in other words, the fucking majority. Yeah. The majority. Yeah. Populism's bad because it's the majority. Ninety-five percent of the people are unhappy with things, and so they've got to be wrong. wrong. They're yeah. wrong because yeah. it's the five percent that should be making decisions. Listen, nobody wants to see minority groups get trampled all over. Give you a case in point: firearms owners. Yes. Right? How about that? That group of of, of minority. Yes. No one no one cares about them. But the whole point of that that populism could be potentially a bad thing because it means that the majority of the people who expect to be served by the people they elect, those those public goddamn servants who are expected to serve the public, who turn around and they do all their work for a minority of people yeah. so they can so they can pat themselves on the back and tell everyone how tolerant and wonderful they are, right? Virtue signal and all yes. this kind of stuff. While the rest of us get left out in the cold with nothing. Yeah. You yeah. get nothing. Right. I'm sorry, but I have a problem with that. And, uh, you know, anyone who disagrees, well, I'm in the majority, so go screw yourself. Go screw I'm the one, I knew that I'm was the one, coming. I'm the one paying the bills. Uh, yeah. Right? I'm the one paying the bills. Yeah, it, it, so, it always seems like the people without jobs are the ones that have the time and the energy to stomp their feet oh, against the wall. Oh, over, my God. You know, did you see, did oh you see that group? I've never seen, for the people just Jesus. tuning in who, who don't pay close attention to the news, you know, we had a group of protesters stomping their feet on the wall like children like while children. laying down on their back. I've never seen. Whiny Yeah, like, bitches. I mean, you know what? As 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 protesters go, all right, uh, they definitely are at the low end, the shallow end of the gene pool. From the looks of things, well, like you know, it, it looked it looked like it looked like somebody uh, like like that really has either mental health issues. Like they're they're they're, they're, they, they're stomping they, they, their feet. They, they do, and and, and the, the, there's a real problem here. So when conservatives are disappointed and angry, we write letters. Uh, we keep working. Yes. We earn our wages. We pay our taxes, and uh, we engage we, in debate. We, we engage in debate. Yes. And we, you know, we bitch like we're doing here. Yeah. I get it. 
right? That, you know, if you're on the other side of the spectrum, this is a lot of bitching to you. And that, that's fair. That's that's absolutely fair. But what we didn't do is, is get on YouTube every day and cry and scream. Some idiot shot himself to protest Trump. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, there's the... There's no uh, end to the madness. Uh, it's no, crazy. No, it's like the throw yourself off a tall building to protest yeah. Trump. You know what? If you guys want to do that, all the power to you. Feel you know, free. Do it before you have kids. Please. <laughs> Please. Let's just stop the gene pool I knew right that there, was going to come out Oh, my God. You know? Well, the, and what was that over? That was over Ford using the non-withstanding clause. Non-withstanding clause. Well, well, you know what? It was and, fully legal. And it was legal, invented yes. by Pierre Elliott. So. That, that's yeah. the irony. That's... <laughs> That's the irony of it all. Like, I mean, you know what? Uh, for the people that aren't familiar with what's been going on, you know, clearly uh, Doug Ford has made some 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 incredible uh, political maneuvers, you know, to, to, to carve down the size of Toronto City Council in order to uh, better facilitate, you know, faster decision making. I mean, it's it, it's gridlock politically in Toronto with way too many councillors. And of course, special interest, special groups. interest groups, you know, wanting representation. And that and that's and, and that's fine and all. But I mean, when you've got a city like L.A. that uses less people to to govern, you know, a, a city like that in Toronto. Has all these people. I mean, to pare it down, not not really a bad idea. Certainly, he was elected on the platform that he would be reducing the size of government and would be streamlining things and getting things done uh, for the people, which which I'm totally behind, 100%. I love what he's been doing. I love the fact that he's making some politicians shaking their boots for their jobs, and you know, certainly people are going to be made to earn their money. And and for everybody out there that doesn't like politicians, you know what? Let's get the best people in there working uh, very hard and get them doing what they should be doing which is making decisions so we can move forward he's done that and of course the response to that is uh, a small group because i mean it's almost like they the way they shoot the video they're trying to make the group look larger oh than it God. is it's like you know five, it's like five, oh, it's, oh yeah God. it's like it's like it's like you know 30 30 people they try and make it look like 300 from the angles they the shoot same it at ones you probably recognize them if you've ever seen a friggin you know protest in canada it's the same 30 assholes yes. over and over again oh look it's the guy with the hat and it's the other one with the tattoo. Yeah. It's the other one with the purple hair. <laughs> you know, it's the same group of professional whiners. Yeah. You know, it's like, listen, there are real things that need to be addressed. And, and there are real issues that need to be worked on. And you could pour your efforts and your and your labor into making things better by going about it through uh, legal means or, or, or legislative means, and, uh, even by social means and getting involved. Going out and having a tantrum and stomping up and down. That's what it was. Pooping on yourself and, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. throwing paint and, 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 you know, attacking police officers and burning things and carrying I'm... on like an imbecile uh, is not the way to go about it. And it, it really is. It is a symbol of the decadence of Western society. Because I'll tell you, where, where, where things are a lot closer to the line, some of the poor Eastern European countries, Russia, some of the Middle East and all that, where, where you try to protest like that, they just gun you down. Yeah, they just you know, gun you down. I, I, or, they, or they run you down with horses. Yeah, I, I, like I noticed Ru- Russia. Russia doesn't screw around. No, Ru- they Ru- don't. <laughs> but there are lots of things to to, to protest in Russia, mm. and, and there's a lot of corruption. Um, there's sure. a lot of corruption in Canada, but yeah. our corruption doesn't tend to be violent. It tends to be overwhelmingly leftist, and because it's backed by mainstream media, the you know you've got the 
CBC, CTV, Global News, yes. Toronto Star. I mean, they're all the, the old lefty uh, uh, news media sources. They back everyone in that. So they, they what they do is they lend a little bit of credence to their, their issues, even though many of them may, may not be. And I have to give credit where it's due. I mean, the CBC and even CTV and, and Global have been coming out lately, and, and, and they've admitted some things, like for one, the recent uh, arguments that uh, the, 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 you know, the... Uh, discussion that 50% of crime guns in Canada are domestically sourced. They, they they initially reported that, and so everyone got that bit of news. And then they sort of trickled out the information uh, a month later that, well, in fact, that is without basis, uh, is, is could could be considered to be a, a, a falsehood, yes. a, a flat-out lie, fucking lie yes. by law enforcement. Yes. Right? Yeah, um, you know, we, we, I discussed this with, you know... Uh, that's what it is, I discussed right? this with Dave, you and, know. And, 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 you know, like, let's let's remember, law enforcement is a monopoly. Yes. They have a monopoly on security. Yes. They want it to stay that way. Yes. It's why we don't have armed security in Canada, whereas in the States, they have... You know, they have a lot of different versions of armed security. Your your armed security at a gated community is probably wearing a firearm. They have the authority, the legal authority, to use deadly force to protect whatever is within that gated community. Mm-hmm. We don't have that in Canada. Yeah. Yet, and, 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 and there's yet, a reason for that, because yet. the Crown maintains the power for itself. And look where that's gotten people. Like, look at look at England. Look yeah. at how bad things have gotten there. You know, now the the the, the Irish mm-hmm. spent eight hundred years fighting the crown, and they've managed to protect themselves pretty well. England is about thirty years into its experiment with uh, with um, overwhelming uh, immigration and mm-hmm. and um, diversity, and of course the country's falling apart. Like it's yeah. actually starting to look like a third world country, and you know. It's very sad, but, you know, you brought it on yourselves. Yeah. Enoch Powell said this was going to happen. He said it back in the 60s, and he was immediately branded a racist for it. Man yeah. wasn't. Man didn't have a racist bone in his body. He didn't dislike anyone. He just said, England is for the English. It's an English country, and, and you yeah, know. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's weird. I, I've, 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 had, I've had some reservations, although I, I really feel this way. You know, the, the idea, when I, when I hear people saying, you know, things like America first... You know, and in Canada first. You know, why is it all of a sudden that I'm made to feel guilty for saying something like well, that? Like, I mean, like, I, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not racist. I'm not a bigot. I would argue with anybody. I would, I would say screw you to anybody that accused me of such. But I, I know though that I feel some hesitation to to use that statement, and yet I've never probably felt it more than I do today. I think Canadians should come first. I think the people that are here should come first. The people that have established themselves, that have built this country. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm not anti-immigration, but certainly I'm, I'm all about, uh, you know, proper screening and uh, the security of our country. Well, and- again, again, the, the, the whole mandate of of the Canadian-British North America Act, right, mm-hmm. the, 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 the document that founded our country, peace, order, and good government. Yes. We're giving up the order part. Yeah, we can't have that. We're giving up the order part. We're Fuck giving that. it up. And, and with that is peace. Yes. Good government's <clears throat> a friggin' joke. Like, we don't wow. have good government. We have the government we deserve. And to be fair, this is what we've ended up with. So, you know, um, our our mandate under Confederation is, right now, is failing. Yeah. It is failing. And if you don't believe me, and I, I always hear Canadians stick their noses in the air and say, you, what about our universal health care? Been to a hospital lately? Yeah, it's go, a mess. Go to it's a hospital. A mess. So, so I had a friend <clears throat> who just recently had a, a kidney transplant done. Yeah. And my sister 
who worked in the medical industry for years, still does, but she doesn't work in a hospital, uh, had not been in a hospital for years. And yeah. I, I, I have spent a lot of time in hospitals lately because of my work. Yeah. And I have seen a decline over the last 10 years in our Absolutely. hospitals. Absolutely. We're we're third world hospitals Fright, right now. Frightening. Third world. Third it's starting. You know, so like if you're if you're on if if under triage you're on the first tier you'll get decent care. If you go in because someone you know threw a javelin at you and it's sticking out of your heart, you will get first class care. You will go through that door from an ambulance. You will go right into a surgical theater. You will yes. get the best surgery in the world. You will, and right. Yep. But if you are sick or or injured to a second degree. And you are, you know, farther down the triage ladder. You don't have any options to get better care. You can't leave that hospital and go to a, pri- a private clinic, pay to be dealt with immediately and get the care you want or need. You don't have that option. You're going to sit for 12, 14 hours to, yeah. see, to see one overworked yeah. emergency trauma, sur- uh, a trauma doctor who really doesn't have time to give a damn about the fact that you lost a finger yeah. to your lawnmower or your weed whacker and it's like yeah whatever here's a band-aid get the frick out yeah I don't, I don't have time to deal with you and and you know when you're 95 and you're lying and I've seen it I've seen this yeah when you're 95 and you're lying on a gurney in a hallway in a hallway that's lined with gurneys and you're and you're and you're in that bed and you're and you're in your own shit stained sheets and, and you spent your whole life serving society, being a good human being, paying your taxes, you've got family, and that's the care that you can expect. And you're going to lie in that feces-stained bed for a day yeah. in your own mess. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, what, what does Asia have on us? What does Africa have on us? What does Europe have on us? They, we are no better than anyone else. And I'll tell you something, if you go to the United States... And you're that sick and you get into a hospital, you won't be treated like that. Unless you're a veteran. In which case, you are treated exactly like that. Which is horrible. And that is their socialized health care. The VA is their socialized health care. There's, there's, a, there's a lot of costs, though, in the U.S. I got to tell you, you know, like, I, I, love, I love the fact that we're not the U.S. in a lot of ways. Because I, I see people coming out of hospital with bills that are, like, astronomical. Well, and, but, but Mark... The people that come out of the bills with the astro- uh, out of the hospitals with the astronomical bills, okay? If you are rich in the United States, you don't have a problem with bills. Yes. If you are poor in the United States, you don't have a problem with bills because you're covered under yes. Medicare. If you're middle class and you don't have health insurance, you're screwed. You're screwed. Get the goddamn health insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yep. If you don't buy car insurance and you get in a car accident, what happens? Yeah. You're screwed. You're screwed. Well, that happens in Canada. No one cares, right? So get the goddamn... Medical insurance. And that's that's all there is to it. Every time I travel in the United States with business or anything like that, yeah, you I buy it. the friggin' health yeah, insurance. Yeah, Why no, no, I? you're right, you're right, right? you're right. And so, you know, things improving in the U.S. and that's something that we really can't take away from Mr. Trump. Listen, I mean, you want to go to a if you want to go to American hospital, you want to see how people can get good health care. Go to an American hospital. Yeah, I yeah, have seen American yeah, hospitals. I, they're they're world. Class. Yeah, you know you're 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 right. I have seen people though so, uh, sometimes make the mistake of being cheap and not getting themselves the medical yeah. covers they need, and, and of course, and of course they pay for it when they when they yeah. when they get out. Especially yeah. if you're a Canadian, you go down, you get hurt. And oh yeah, you know what? Don't, oh, why do I have a fifty thousand dollar bill? Because fo- you didn't get insurance. That, yeah, folks, if you're traveling in the U.S., please do yourself a favor, insulate insulate yourself, get that medical get insurance. insurance. Uh, you know, I want to jump into another topic though now because we're uh, starting to run out of time, but I want to wind out really quick. Andrew Horvath. 
weighing into the Ford, the Ford <laughs> government and decision-making debate. I, I watch Andrew Horvath shouting across from Doug Ford. You know, I, I know, honestly, <laughs> you know, folks, I wish you could see Brian here right now. This is radio. I wish it was TV. <laughs> anyway, you know, Andrew Horvath, you know, I'm ashamed that she's come from Hamilton. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a former Hamilton resident myself, born and raised. Uh, I love the hammer. For H-Town folk out there that are listening, love you. Uh, you're the realest people on the planet as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but Andrew Horvath coming out of Hamilton, firing both guns blazing, letting Doug Ford have it every chance she gets. You know, what are your thoughts on Andrew Horvath? I'm just, I'm just curious to know what you think of her because my blood boils you know every what? time I, I see her talk. I have dear friends who are NDP yeah. and... Um, uh, the NDP is a very, very necessary evil, in my opinion. Yeah. They force governments that actually have to do the work yeah. to think beyond the business. Um, they, they force them to think about the philosophy behind governing. I respect that. It's critical. It's like unions, okay? We all know unions are a pain in the ass, and mm-hmm. these days they're largely irrelevant. Yeah. However, they force... Uh, they force businesses to think about their employees because there is no doubt in my military mind for one second that every business out there, every employer out there, every government agency out there would throw workers under the bus in a flat second to save a dime. They serve so purpose. that's why we have unions. That's why we have the NDP. Yep. They force the government to, 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 to be responsible and to think about other things other than just the business side of things. However... Um, you know, Andrea is a, a weak leader. She she always has been. You know, we had Jack Layton, who who federally was a fantastic NDP leader, who might have been worth voting for on a federal level, even though I'm not in the least inclined to socialism myself. But was was a was a damn good politician. Uh, you know, the the NDP um, slate of politicians is pretty weak these days. Yeah. Uh, Andrea is just a symptom of that, um, and it's part of the battle that goes on to steal to steal the left-wing votes for the liberals. It's the only way for the liberals to grow. So they go left, and that leaves the conservatives to be the party of the centrists and yeah. the right. You know, and, and there is a problem with that because you've got some bad right-wingers. There are yeah. some, you know, Morrissey once said there are some bad, bad people on the right, and it's true. Yeah. There are some real, uh, some real pieces of work on the hard right, which brings us to... Bernier. Bernier. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was waiting for it to come up. I didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. You know, I. I, I, I was. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned it. You threw me off there for a second. I thought there was some other surprise yeah, character yeah, yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, Max Bernier. I'm going to start off by saying uh, flat out: one, I love Max. Two, uh, I think that you know what he he would have been a fantastic leader had he won, but he didn't win. He didn't win, folks. And quite frankly, I'm disappointed in Max. I I think some. Some of his policies are fantastic, but his timing is shit. You know what? Max leaving uh, the conservatives and going off to form his own party. Uh, what what could be worse than splitting the conservative vote when we're heading towards what appears to be, in my mind anyway, a landslide victory for the conservative government in the form of a majority? And Max busts off with some policies that can distract the Canadian firearm community and to bring people over to that side. People are bringing it up all the time, and they're saying, "Can you get behind Max?" And I'm 
saying no. I'm saying no. no. Absolutely, 100% no. And I love Max, so you need to know that I do this. I do this with a heavy heart. Max, it's not time. It's not time for you just yet. I, I think that we got to throw our weight behind our, our best chances of dethroning this horrible Trudeau liberal government, and that involves getting behind the conservatives. Andrew Scheer, all the way. Yeah. And, you know, I was a huge Max supporter. I boosted him all the way. I donated money to his campaign uh, when he didn't win. And I want to point something out to everyone who thinks we should go about uh, electing governments in a different way. Uh, the Conservative Party was elected through a ranked ballot system. Yes. So uh, that's one of the systems they were looking at for the federal uh, election. So if you want to see your guy come out ahead like eight times and then lose the ninth ballot by half a percent, that's ranked balloting. So, you know, if that's what you want for federal elections, uh, I, I, it's not, doesn't interest me in the least. Um, so, yeah, I'm a big fan of Max. Uh, I like a lot of his policies. Um, I don't think he's a team player. I think he got himself in trouble because they wanted him to be a good boy and to get behind the boss, and he didn't do that. Uh, unfortunately, when you work in a business, you some you're if you're not the boss, yeah. you don't get to make the decisions, and you got to shut up and you got to soldier on. And he didn't want to do that. And uh, unfortunately, Max has gone from being a, a great paragon of of uh, conservatism in Canada to being public enemy number one to conservatism conservatism in Canada because the reality is 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 Max will siphon off five to ten percent of the vote from ridings that that lost the last election by five percent so by siphoning off ten percent of conservative votes you're handing the liberals a victory I don't care how strongly you believe in Max if you're going to vote for Max in the next election and you want to see Justin Trudeau thrown out of power you're wrong. Yeah. You are. You cannot be wronger. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I understand being passionate about something. I get it. But you're mad. Max is not going to throw out Justin Trudeau. Yeah. So all you're going to do is you're going to hand a bunch of seats back to the to the liberals. So we need to get Sheer into power. You need to hold your nose if you don't like him, and you need to hold your nose. You need to vote for Sheer. Then, once we have a conservative majority even a conservative minority then you back you back max and and you get you get max to go after sheer and, and you know maybe hold him to account for some things because there's a lot of bullshit out there this argument that sheer is liberal light is ridiculous people people keep making it uh, they 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 keep making this argument the the reality is is andrew sheer is trying not to make any mistakes prior to the next election they want to go into the next election strong so that in the in the leading in the months leading up to the election they've got no missteps and then they can put forward their 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 you know their plank and go after that all these people who want him to shoot his bolt before he's anywhere near the the finish line are ridiculous i get you're not happy with things i get that you wanted max to win i get that you don't like justin trudeau but you wanting something really, really, really bad doesn't mean that's the tactical way to do it. Yes. You got to think the bigger <clears throat> picture. And the reality is we just got to get Trudeau out. So just just do it, man. Well, Mag Sheer is not a liberal. He's not. He, In fact, the liberals have been painting him as Stephen Harper Light. Now, the liberals are painting him as Stephen Harper Light, and the conservative hardliners are painting him as... Justin Trudeau light. So, like, the guy can't win. Yeah. Like, which is he? 
Yeah, but I've spoken to a lot of people about this, and they keep on coming to me, and they're saying, you know what, can you get behind Max? Max is going to take it. And I'm thinking, no, no, he's not. It takes time to build that kind of momentum. It takes time to get that kind of exposure to the Canadian public. There are so many people out there that aren't watching the news. They will hit the ballot box, and they won't even know who the hell Max Bernier is. You know, like, I mean, it, it takes time. And the and, People's Party of Canada? Like, really? Well, really? You know, it does beg It does God. beg certain questions. Again, God. you know, the retirement cop and me always thinking worst case scenario and or you know I guess the conspiratorial theorists and the tinfoil hat guys have gotten to me I would never accuse Max of busting away in an effort to uh, try and undermine what's going on uh, you know I want to believe that he's just been selfish and he's decided to go his own way uh, but 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 ultimately I tell people this uh, a vote for Max Bernier is a vote for, for Justin Trudeau Absolutely. for Justin Trudeau Absolutely. and you know what it's just too soon and I am in complete agreement with you and I'm glad we had an opportunity to talk about this if the the idea that Max somewhere down the road right could be a viable option uh, could give the conservatives uh, a run for their money. Or, that's... Or, or how about this? Give the conservatives some spine. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Max is a libertarian. Yes. And, and I'm a libertarian. Yes. But I would never vote libertarian because I'm not throwing my vote away. Yeah. Right. You're thinking strategically. Well, but I mean, we're not freaking children. No. We don't always get what we want. What you have to do is vote for what you can live with. Yes. Right now, a conservative party is going to leave my guns alone. Yes. Right? I, I, I don't care if they're not going to legalize machine guns in every home. I don't care about that. Mm. Right? The courts right now are giving the homeowners the right to defend themselves. Yes. That's what's happening. Yes. Right? Yeah, there are so, some positive changes yeah. being made. Yeah, so, some good things. So let's let's just go with a government that's going to leave us the hell alone. Yeah. There's, there's starting step number one. Yes. They also are going to be better for our economy, and they're going to be more responsible with immigration. They're, that's three major issues that they already outranked the liberals on. What else do you need, guys? Yeah, like, yeah. what else do you need? Well, do, some do, people... do you need Max to come in and get rid of the friggin' dairy, uh, the dairy boards and the wheat? You know, like, like, come on. People, people are enamored with his policies. You know, they see it and they think, you know, they they think that this is all going to change overnight. And that's that's one other topic I would discuss with you is that you know people, anybody out there that thinks that that par, you know policies that relate to firearms in this country can just be instantly rolled back. A lot of people are sitting there saying, well, you know what, if this liberal government jams something through, the next government will just roll it on back. It's not that simple, no. folks. It's not that simple because there's so many people out there uh, that are in power that do not want to be responsible for that. If something goes wrong, they don't want to be the ones that roll back the laws. There's, I'm sure it's been kicked around. In fact, I know it's been kicked around a lot. The idea of re-examining those 12-4s, those 12-5 classes, those 12 six classes and and, and 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 having them potentially rolled back into the folds of you know restricted firearms and non-restricted firearms nobody wants to do it, it it's going to require time you know and, and strategic efforts and certainly uh, a lot of uh, you know positioning before anything even remotely resembling that will ever occur the idea that that will just roll things back. If you think that letting this government do something in hopes that the next government that replaces it will just roll it back instantly when they get into power, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You educated me about that. 
right? It, it's it's so much more complicated than that. And 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 once laws are changed, going backwards is something that is very difficult. So don't rest on your laurels. Don't uh, you know? Don't make the decision to just chalk it up to well, well look, whatever look, they look, do. Look, look to Australia. Yeah. Just look at the battle they're fighting now. There are some states in Australia. Australia is very much like the United States when it comes to their firearms laws, except that they basically banned everything. Mm-hmm. But it is state by state, and some of the states have decided that they want to loosen up the firearms laws. And of course, the special interest groups have ma- mounted massive campaigns to discredit the politicians who would dare to suggest that the people should have any such right, which to me, I, I just, as a human being, I, I just, I resent that idea that anyone else has the right to tell me what to do or not to do when it comes to that kind of thing. I mean, if, if, if the activities I choose to engage in don't hurt anyone, then, then you know, you can go pound salt. Yeah, And, and again, like, I... I've always supported the legalization of marijuana. I, I don't think marijuana is a great thing. I don't think it's a healthy thing. Uh, all these people who think it's the you know it's the answer to everything uh, are wrong, and I, I don't think that's an opinion. I think that's a fact. Mm-hmm. You know, mar- marijuana doesn't cure everything. Marijuana oil doesn't cure everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, however, I do honestly believe it's your bloody right to, to, to if you want to grow weed in your backyard, dry it out, smoke it. That's your bloody business. Yeah. You know, now if you operate a motor vehicle when you do it you'll be held to account for that mm-hmm. if you you know if you sell it to school children then you'll be held to account for that yep, you and but, I are, you are in complete agreement right on this. but what you choose to do with your own life is your bloody business yeah. and the government doesn't have any business telling you what to do and the, the reality is is you know this where did we get this idea that the government rules us yeah they're not our rulers yeah. they they are they are supposed to look after law enforcement uh, diplomacy, foreign affairs, immigration, taxation. That's what they're meant to look after. They're not meant to tell you how to raise your kids. They're not meant to tell you how to heat your home. They're not meant to tell you how to, you know, all these other little things. They've, they've, they've inserted themselves into our lives at the, at the most base level. Our children are, are, are you know, are, are expressing opinions that have been in, in, ingrained into them by, by you know, teachers that are, are, are already, you know, we're in 1984. Like, yeah. it's, 19, it's a combination of 1984 and Brave New World. Yeah. You know, people are drugged up, kept uh, uh, ignorant, yep. stupid, you know, with, with, the, with the, uh, the, the information they're getting. And uh, and basically, you know, try and express your individual opinion. Try to, you know, tell them that you're a free person. Good luck with that. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, which which is totally contrary to everything that they claim to stand for. Oh my God. Right. Okay. Like I mean, like they're, they're they're talking about individual rights, and yet we're being punished collectively as a firearm community. You know what they say that you can't paint everybody with a big broad brush. You know, and yet we seem to be at every turn. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I love the idea. I love the idea of public safety. Always have, and that's something that I've maintained from the. The, the, the very moment that I began doing this, I've always maintained that public safety in my mind will always come first. I'm paramount. Willing, I, I'm, it's I, paramount. I, absolutely. It's absolutely. And, I, and I know you feel the same way. And I'm willing to make certain concessions if the if these things are effective. All right. And that's something that has always been in question is, you know, there's always seems to be a, a government in power that wants to take away firearms and the anti-gunners pushing for this. And they haven't come up with effective solutions. And always the same shit happens. They, they The things keep going wrong and they they keep saying, "Well, see, we should have gone a little yeah, bit yeah, further." Yeah. They blame. They blame the. It's like they say every time there's a mass shooting, they take the guns away from the people that didn't do it. Mm. 
Mm. Right? It's it's like uh, it's a horrible it's, cycle. It's ridiculous. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. And on that note, you know that's about all the time we have for today's show. Brian, I want to thank you for being here. Thank right? you, Mark. Really, always a pleasure. And uh, Canada, right? If you're not listening, you're missing out. Brian's insights into the uh, world of politics, uh, in the world of uh, the firearm community, and all the things going on are always terrific for us to listen to. I, I'm so glad that I had an opportunity to have you here on the show and discuss some of these things. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, folks. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe. <laughs>